Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello, hello. This is Scout, your host. How are you doing today? I am recording this in the morning on a Sunday. I woke up not too long ago, drank some coffee, did some journaling. I was reading an amazing book last night called The Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And so my mind is kind of buzzing with some of the principles that he writes about and that I've been learning about and really applying to my own life. So I really wanted my Sunday to kind of be a creative day in the sense that I you know, record a podcast and I read and I kind of just do things that creatively fill me up and also take some time to just chill. Yesterday I definitely did that, but today that's kind of, I want it to be a mixture of relaxing yet creative energy. So today I wanted to hop on the mic to talk about something that I know is plaguing a lot or everybody in the world right now due to the coronavirus. I know that everybody is experiencing a level of anxiety that is not the norm, is not what they're used to, is not how their mind usually operates. And so I wanted to create a whole episode with five things that help me when I feel a surge of anxiety or a ripple effect of anxiety or kind of a episode of anxiety. So a little bit about my own experience with this. I have been dealing with anxiety since I was 14 years old and sometimes I honestly don't know like if anxiety is worse or if depression's worse because anxiety for me feels as if there's like this monster that's just itching at my skin and I'm gonna like explode or something. But I have been dealing with anxiety for a very long time. I was always the kid in high school that thought, oh we're gonna get in trouble, maybe we should rethink think this if we were ever doing something that maybe our parents didn't know about. And so anxiety kind of always lived within me and it kind of, it started manifesting into something much greater when I developed paranoia that men were following me, hiding in my bedroom, underneath my bed, in my closet, on my balcony, waiting to come and kill me. And so 
once my anxiety kind of exploded into something that lost touch with reality, I realized that anxiety was definitely a part of my chemistry, of my brain chemistry, and that I would have to learn how to live with it, to combat it, to flow with it, and to let it go. So I, full disclaimer, have been quite anxious during quarantine. I felt as if I was in a point in my life where my anxiety was pretty manageable and it wasn't visiting me every day in some colossal way. I felt like I had things pretty under control for a while and then quarantine happened. And while such beautiful things are happening from quarantine, such as my husband and I get to spend so much time together and I really have some clarity around some of the personal development breakthroughs that I've been wanting to work on, anxiety has been creeping in. Like every day for a few hours, it just kind of explodes within me. And so I have been utilizing these five tools. Um, They're natural. They are personal development tools that help me delve into anxiety. So Walter Anderson said, nothing diminishes anxiety faster than action. I cannot stress this enough. If you are dealing with anxiety, even taking one step towards action is going to diminish it and have you have control over it so much more than just sitting in it and letting it build and fester. You have two options. I always say you always have two options in life. Right now with anxiety, it's to sit in it or it's to take action. And taking action might feel uncomfortable for a little bit and it might feel as if the anxiety is coming up even more, but it's just about fully experiencing it so you can release it and move on. So I'm going to go through these five things that I do when I have anxiety. I do these daily just to also prevent anxiety. Once you deal with anxiety and know that it is a part of your daily life, you should implement practices to um, essentially prevent it or to get a hold of it before it really festers into something major. So the first one is the serenity prayer, and I've talked about this, I think, either on the first or second episode, but the serenity prayer is my best friend when it comes to anxiety. I found the serenity prayer when I was delving into the 12-step program, which my husband went through as a recovering alcoholic and addict and um, who is now nine years sober, Um, but the minute I heard the serenity prayer, something within me changed. So the serenity prayer goes, God... Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm going to repeat that one more time. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Oh God, it gets me every time. And you don't have to believe in God or a higher power. I do. You can just remove the God aspect and just kind of meditate on this and have it be sort of like a mantra. But this really categorizes your life for you, right? What can you not change? If you cannot change something, there is no point in getting anxiety over it. It's something that you have to learn to let go. And then you can identify what you can change. I can go for a run. I can listen to a podcast. I can journal. And then you take those actions. So understanding what you can and cannot change will soothe your anxiety because a lot of the times anxiety comes from things that we have no control over and therefore it festers in our mind and we can't even do anything about it. So if you practice the serenity prayer on a daily basis and really take inventory on where you can change things and where you have no control over, it'll kind of help you understand where your power is and then you can take power in that aspect. 
So the second thing is, which I talk about a lot, is to move energy. So anxiety is just toxic energy buzzing around in your body. And there's a few ways I love to physically move energy. I love to journal. So just journaling it out like I have anxiety. This is what I'm anxious about. This is how I feel. It takes it from your mind and it moves it out of your body into a physical object. It is so helpful. I journal every single day to not only connect with myself, but to move energy, to get things out of my head. There's other ways you can physically move energy like dancing put on a good song and just dance for an hour put on a happy song and dance let your body feel joy you can do a workout an at-homes pilates class or a yoga class whatever it may be that really you love doing when you want to work out you can do deep breathing close your eyes and really do a bunch of deep cleansing breaths in through the nose out through the mouth in through the nose, out through the mouth, and then once you've done a few of those cleansing breaths, switch to in through the nose, out through the nose, and just feel yourself moving that energy out and in intaking beautiful energy in. And sometimes I just need to scream into a pillow. Like I, that is what I do. I take a big pillow, I put it on my face and I scream. I tell my husband, Hey, I'm about to scream into a pillow and he knows, and I do it and it feels as if I'm getting out negative and toxic energy. I'm expelling it from my body. It is like if you ate poisonous food and you threw it up. It is getting it out of your body. Move that shit out. So let's recap how to physically move energy. You can journal, physically move your body by dancing or working out, do deep breathing, and scream into a pillow. And there's so many other ways to physically move energy, so figure out what works best in your body. These are things that really work for me. So the third thing is coming up with a mantra. So my mantra is I am safe, I am supported, I am loved. And I really need to feel when I have anxiety that I'm safe because when I have anxiety, I feel unsafe. I feel out of control. I feel like um, my world is collapsing and I am un I don't have a foundation to really sit on. And so my first thing I always say to myself is I am safe. I close my eyes and I just say it over and over and over again. Sometimes our mind tricks us into thinking that we are in a life or death situation when we're really not. We're just overreacting, and I say overreacting lightly, but we are reacting to a situation and we are internalizing it in a toxic way. So we need to remind ourselves that we are safe and we are supported and we are loved. And if you don't have somebody in your life that you feel supported and loved by, God loves you. God supports you. And this is an amazing time to develop a relationship with a higher power. It doesn't have to be God in a religious sense. It could be the universe or energy or the divine. For me, I call it God. Um, I don't have a visual of what that is. It's not attached to any religion. It's just a higher power that is greater than myself that I know supports and loves me. So just remind yourself and use this mantra if this feels good for you. If not, play around with positive affirmations. Google mantras online and see what really resonates with you. It doesn't have to be some profound, prolific mantra. It just has to feel good in your body. So again, mine is I am safe. I am supported. I am loved. No matter what I am going through, I am safe. I am supported and I am loved. And if I am all those three things, I can get through this. 
So the fourth thing I do for anxiety is to practice gratitude. You guys know I love gratitude. Mads and I on OKSIS podcast always talk about gratitude. It is my daily practice that I do when I journal I every single morning. The first thing I do when I wake up, I always write down three things I'm grateful for at the end. Um, my husband and I sit together and we say, what are you grateful for? I text my sister Mads and she usually texts me first saying three things that she's grateful for and then asks me. Um, gratitude is the most amazing way to, I always say that when you have anxiety or depression, you're viewing life through glasses with a different hue. And gratitude allows you to change that hue into a more realistic, positive viewpoint. So sometimes when you're anxious or depressed, you don't necessarily have the capability to see all the blessings and miracles and beauty around you. And so by practicing gratitude on a daily basis, you might have anxiety, but you'll also know like, wow, that roof over my head, that's amazing. Wow, that FaceTime call I just had with my friend where she really listened to me, I feel so supported. Wow, I am so grateful that I made a really good pasta dish last night. I am so grateful that I have access to the internet during this time. I am so grateful that I could read any book I want to in the world and uncover knowledge that is so beyond my fingertips. I am grateful that I'm showing up for myself. I'm grateful that I'm listening to this podcast. There are so many things you can be grateful for, and gratitude just fills your heart with such love and beauty that it it expels and it denotes any anxiety or negative feelings you might have. It just brings you back to reality and doesn't let you skip over all of the beautiful things in your life because I promise you, if you wrote them down, you have more beautiful things in your life than you do negative. We just tend to focus on the negative. So if you are feeling anxious, text a friend three things you're grateful for, write three things you're grateful for down, call somebody and tell them whatever it is. Don't just say it in your mind. Put it out into the world either either it's on a piece of paper or it's through a text or a call to somebody else. Let somebody or something know what you are grateful for. And the last one, number five, is to take action. So yesterday I was feeling really anxious and I thought what would feel the best for me right now and I realized I didn't send an email the other day and it was really nagging me and even though it was a Saturday I said you know what I'm going to just send that email because it's poking at my brain and I know once I do that I'll feel better. Or it could be, I have anxiety because I have to talk to my partner about something they're bothering me with. And it just sits in your head for days or hours or whatever it is. You have to take action on those things. So if there is something that is specifically bothering you and specifically nagging at your brain, create a plan of action and then execute. Because as we said earlier, nothing diminishes anxiety faster than action. And that action could be dancing, that action could be going on a walk, or it could be more serious, like having a conversation with your partner, best friend, mother, dad about something that's bothering you. Or it could be just working an hour because you feel behind and you would just feel better if you got a little bit done. It could be feeling as if you just want to go and read a book and just really focus on yourself tonight. Whatever it is, figure out where you can take action against your anxiety and execute on that wholeheartedly. That is going to help you move, it is going to help you progress, it is going to help you grow, and it is going to help you move forward through this, okay? So let's go over those. We had one, the serenity prayer, two, physically moving energy, three, saying your mantra, four, practicing gratitude, and five, taking action. So Dorothy M. Nettermeyer said, 
Life is 10% what you experience and 90% how you respond to it. So I am asking you today, how are you going to respond to your anxiety? How are you going to respond to it, to nurture it, to move it, to figure it out, to let it live inside you and then ask it to please leave? How are you going to respond to your anxiety today? And if this podcast was in any way helpful right now to you, please share with a friend who might be dealing with anxiety and not knowing how to combat it or live with it or flow through it. It would mean so much to me and hopefully it'll mean so much to them. Also, you can rate, review, and subscribe. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day. I hope this was helpful and I hope you stay safe.